You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. This episode comes to you in two parts. In part one, the Targkings, Aegon the First through Aegon the Third, and now a message from our Targaryen sponsors. Want your hair to have that sexy silver sheen? Looking to dazzle your dragon? Need a bit of extra shine when you are wooing your sister wives? Try Ludicrous Shampoo and Conditioner. We put the lewd in Ludicrous. Keep out of reach of children and dragon eggs. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 26, Targaryen Kings, aka stop with all the AE names. We can't keep track. I'm Jenny. I'm Rachel. And I'm Lauren. Okay, so this week we read the very long Targaryen Kings section of the World of Ice and Fire and struggled with the 10,000 names that are exactly the same. Yay for us. We made it through. And I'm a historian, Um, and I think I was having a hard time with this. I don't think being a historian helps you with having all the same... Yeah. It was like... They're just not very imaginative. It was like reading 100 Years of Solitude, because everyone had the same fucking name over and over and over. I feel like I should have done a count of how many people are named Aegon. Uh, No, I think there are more Darrens. At least least five. Well, yes, there's at least five, but everybody <laughs> named their kid Aegon at some point. There's, How there's many only... Darrens are there, though, you guys? Because there's even, like, Darren Blackfires and Darren... It was Damon Blackfire. Targaryen. Tar- what the other one? The non-Targaryen. The fake Targaryens. The Valerians? Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> oh, my God. We're starting off strong, you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Really, really it's all, strong. It's only going to go down. I, I just want to welcome myself to this podcast because <laughs> I haven't actually been on an episode in like three months. So, hi. Yeah. Welcome, Rachel. Welcome, Rachel. <laughs> Are you spelling your name with an A-E today? Uh, yes, I am. Is uh, it R-H-A-E-C-H-E-L? Yeah, and I think I'd like to put a random apostrophe in there, or maybe a Y. Maybe maybe R-H-A-E-C-H apostrophe Y-L. Yes, that okay. sounds perfect. <laughs> that is how I spell my name now. Lauren, would you like to adopt Twitter. a uh, Targaryen spelling? Yeah, we name? can just make it uh, L-A-E-U-R-E-N, and then we'll just like add an asterisk at the end, because I want to be different. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there can be a footnote for you. Oh, footnote. Ooh, I love yes. footnotes. Oh, my God. Historians love footnotes. They're like yeah. my favorite I part. I don't know what we do. I guess, like, I don't know. What do you do with my name? Well, you're already, your name's already in here somewhere. There was a Jenny. Well, yeah, I'm just Jenny of Oldstone, so I get to marry Duncan. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, let's, let's just take a second to applaud Duncan for having a different name. Actually, Yay, Duncan. Actually, I think there was a Lauren somewhere in there, but of course it was the man spelling and it was a man. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you know, the Targaryens, they go their own way sometimes. So oh, There you go. Everyone has to. Yep. All right. Um, so who was everybody's favorite king to read about? Slash, who would you want to read a like novelization form of their reign? Lauren? Oh, sweet mother of dog. Some, <laughs> some, some really sucked. 
some were sort of sort of okay but had some suckage and then some were just like okay with a minor bit of suck so i can't really i, I you know what i will just go with egg because egg then really? we should get that <laughs> I have a completely different answer. Well, I hope Thank so, because you. you're a different person. <laughs> um, so my favorite king to read about was Magor the Cruel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was good. There's lots of ladies, you know? I, I think that would be a good story. There'd be a, a great cast of characters and lots of crazy things that happen. Um, and I would all... Or if I was in a, in a sexier mood... <laughs> I would read. I would want to read about Baylor, because of I think some shit went down in in those in those castles. Some 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 skanky shit before what, before he vault? went off yep. off on a religious tangent. No, during. Oh, during. I think those are the best kind. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, mostly Magor. Magor. Magor is pretty good. I think that would be an interesting six year period to read about. Um, I do tend to like the periods of time where there were a lot of them. So, I mean, Jaehaerys was all like, you know, had the good reign, but he had like all these people around him that were all Targaryens. So I think that would be interesting. And I think, I think Aegon the Fourth would also be interesting. <laughs> oh my god, it's like reading about Henry the Eighth. Yeah, but at least it's interesting. It's not like. Oh, here's a page where the entire thing is not about that king. No. Oh, for the, the who was it that only had a one-page entry and 95% of it wasn't even about him? Which king was that? The one that was Well, there was Makar. The one that talked about only his sons? No, not Makar. <laughs> it was Viserys II. That sounds about right. All I remember yeah, well, Oh, it was Viserys II cuz that's all I could think of was he was more interesting before he became king. Well, he was. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, yeah, he was totally more interesting before he became king, and then he just kind of dropped off there. Yeah, there you go. All right, well, let's start at the beginning um, with Aegon the Conqueror, of course. The first Aegon. So he was original before we started naming everybody else the same name. Yes, and who do we think Aegon looks like in this portrait? I'm Four. thinking. I'm thinking a little bit of uh, Lee Pace from the side, but then he's kind of got that cherub chin. Um, oh, he just reminds me of someone, maybe a young John Travolta, <laughs> or as I like to refer to him as John Revolting. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it, right? <laughs> so he, look, he looks um, like anyway. he's wearing Mushu on his armor, though. Yeah, a little bit. It's, yeah. Thank you, Mulan obsessed person. Um. I know I just spent $85 on Aegon has the best crown. I'll give him a point for that. He does have the best crown. Valyrian steel is very cool. It is very pretty. Yeah. Um, I love how we're talking about images because, you know, everyone can see them as they're listening to us talk. It's more fun that way. Uh, (laughs) Imagine you can see what we're talking about. (laughs) If you'd like to see it, it's probably all you have to do is imagine your latest. That. Yeah, they're just they're just portraits of celebrities people basically it's very yeah, with, yeah. with silver hair with ludicrous silver hair yep so imagine your favorite celebrity with silver hair and you've got half of these portraits <laughs> uh, so anyway uh one thing we interesting about Aegon is that he uh i mean he really was basically the face of 
the monarchy and then he let his wives rule because I mean that was smart of him. He it was smart of them. They 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 were actually really intelligent and they were both very good at what they did. It's unfortunate that Rainey's died so young. Yeah. But and she was his favorite. Well, yeah. He kind of basically tolerated Basenya. I can't love them all. What does that mean? What does favorite mean in Targaryen? I think that means likes to have sex with. Probably. Probably, yes. Yeah. Favorite <clears throat> uncle, favorite <laughs> favorite father, fa- favorite neighbor. <laughs> favorite whore. <laughs> in certain king's cases. Favorite um, favorite magical whore. Well, yeah, that too. Um so I did think it was interesting that um, Aegon would do his yearly progresses or whatever around the kingdom and that he made an effort to learn the laws of each of the different kingdoms instead of forcing everybody under one set of laws. Because I think it's smart at the beginning when you're con- like after you've conquered a place not to just force your way of life on them. Cough, Danny. Um, <laughs> yeah. And... I just, I think, I don't think they were prepared for that yet. And I think that came later and I think that made sense to come later. But I think in this instance, I think it makes sense that he was trying to base his rule on their ways. Well, I have two things to say to that. Number one, I don't, I don't trust the narrator of this book. I'm just going to be very oh, absolutely for, not. I don't trust the grammar seem, of this book. Forget the narrator. They seem very this this maester is obsequious and and fawning and uh, a little bit. Uh, I guess I would say scrubbed for <laughs> for content. And he rags so, on mushroom. And he rags yeah he rags on mushroom. So obviously he can't be trusted. And, <laughs> I feel like we're looking at Aegon through the rosiest of rosy glasses. Oh, yeah. You have to read between the lines, certainly. Yes. Yes. So I don't think that he was making an effort to learn the ways of the people. I think he was going on a yearly, you know, tour, party tour. I still think, I mean, aside from maybe he wasn't doing all of that, but I still think making your presence known in the realm well, you know, the, your smart wives are ruling things. It was probably a good plan. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I think it was an important part of the trio that he was out, you know, being like, hey, look, I'm here. I've got a dragon. You guys better obey me. Yes. And I and I, certainly, it, it, as history would show, uh, it was a it was a good plan. But my second point is that I do not think that the the Targs later on, I don't think that it was like a wait for until they're ready kind of. Um, enforcement. I think that the Targs in the end adopted the ways of the people for the most part. I, can see I mean, that. I do think Jaehaerys probably based his system of laws on everything else. I think he just unified it. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, I mean, whether or not it was oh, we're not going to do this until they're ready. I think, you know, I mean, during Aegon's reign, they didn't do it. And then the next two kings, you know, kind of just it was a free-for-all and whatever and then Jaharis was like okay i've got to like calm things down so i think it's just but sort do we of... feel like Aegon is is this you know kind of larger than life character because he seems pretty normal i as think Targaryen that's a style. selling point for him <laughs> Like he wasn't nuts. They weren't. They weren't <laughs> so inbred at that point. But I have to say, I'm. I'm like 
completely immune to this whole incest thing because I'm like, ah, oh, he married both his sisters. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, doesn't even phase The farther me back in time we go, I think the more accepting we are of such things. <laughs> like, yeah. Sure. Sure. Marry both your sisters. Whatever. But, uh, but we do like Aegon because he created the 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 knight the what the, what the king's hell? guard the king's guard i'm like the knights the knight people <laughs> i'm a fan of these books yes the king's guard <laughs> created the king's guard after they got attacked oh, right, and then she, and then he wanted to hold a big tourney to select everybody she's like she's oh, like that's no. a terrible idea we need loyal people she's like a world of no um and this is also our first reference to dark sister our favorite sword yay Yay. I feel like she should have a song. Let's not write that right now. <laughs> I, I wasn't planning on it. Okay. Just just keep just keeping, you know, keep that in mind. For I later mean as far on. as as far as Targaryens with dragons go, he was a great person. They're pretty awesome. They're, All three of them. Yeah. Were, were yeah, cool. yeah. Not a lot of uh, footnotes dedicated to, you know, the eating and roasting of the of the peasants. No, oh. so that's good. Selling point there. Beloved of the people because he did not eat them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a plus right there. You know, you gotta take what you can get with these Targaryen kings. It's all relative. And so his children were, oh gosh. <laughs> okay, so Prince Rhaenys. Anus. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Anus. <laughs> I'm going to say Aenys or Anus. That's how I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Anus. Yeah, I want to say it's Aenys. Because Anus just reminds me of of the time my friend went into Fairway and and bought a piece of fennel and the woman behind the counter was screaming, how much for this Anus? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yes. Um, Anus, Anus, whatever. So Rainey's son was Aenys the first, and you're like one of those people who, instead of saying Uranus, is like Uranus. <laughs> it just basically we need to get through this section as quickly as possible so that we can stop giggling about his name. Okay. Um. Fine. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jenny. Um, and Visenya had Megor, who and that worked out we well know, for was, everyone. You know, really awesome person. Um, did they have other children? Was it just those two? There was grandchildren. I think it's. I think it's just those two, and then, and then, um, there was another Aegon. I think, and shocking, Viserys. Yeah, I, I no. Well, that, yeah, those were grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had to consult. So we're good. We have a tree. we have a very we have a very tolerable number of Targaryens right now. There's yes. Aegon, his two wives, and their two sons. Okay, that's such a nice little family. Um, so, all right, so moving on to Aenys I, um, there was the question of whether or not he was really Aegon's son because he liked music and art. <laughs> Which I, so, okay, this is the first of many, many times in reading this, this book um, where I was thinking, is the author trying to tell me that he's gay? I just, can, okay. We can we can establish that issue right now if we want. But see, that sure, just reminds me of of Sam, because Sam liked music and kittens, and he was he clearly is not gay, 
because true so it, i just it's i mean but yeah they do tend to gloss over who's gay and who's not it's not even glossing over it's just this like weird coded language that just like just fucking say it he liked the company of bob it's like it's like he preferred the company of squires his own age. Like it's just weird. Pretty squires. Right, but with with anus it was well, you know, he really likes Stop. <laughs> I'm trying this to be just serious. in, we are twelve. This is gonna be really this is painful. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, I'm just saying, like, just because he liked art and, you know, was kind of into into the you know, the politics and democracy and stuff he's we call that cultured weird. today right he's cultured <laughs> good he's for the him first, he's the first of the of the line of cultured uh targaryen right yeah there were so many of them um right. yeah that would be him well okay so speaking of uncultured people there's this really great aside about how like after aegon died there were a series of challengers and one of those people um who uh was Heron the Red? He was like an outlaw, right? And he was famous because he killed the Lord of Heron Hall, Lord Gargan, mm-hmm. and like castrated him, right? And then like this is one of the many points also in the text where they'll say something really, really interesting and then just move along. I hate yeah. that. And I want to, and I'm kind of like, well, why? What? What? Who did? Who did he take the first night right with that pissed him off so much that he felt the need to take his castle and castrate him? Was it his sister, his wife, his mom? Yeah, there were like there were so many hints of so many great stories. Was it his daughter? Did I miss that part? I don't know. I'm just throwing another person. You said it in such a way where I was like, really? Yeah. No, there was a ton of hints of really great stories, and then it was like whatever or uh, at one point it said but we all know this story and i'm like uh, yeah that no. drove me nuts no let's let's talk about this story well you know they have to be able to sell us more of these books well i so. guess so you know i think we that's there's still more there's still more books to come that's the thing about the style of these this book that i just like bothers me is like it's I mean, it is Clearly like the a ploy to make money off of fans of A Song of Ice and Fire. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's essentially a wiki article and it's, it bugs me. It's not even as good as a wiki article. And I'm going to be straight up, you guys. This book is not well written. No, it's not. There no, were so many not. times I would read sentences and, and like I'd actually find myself reading them out loud, just trying to see if maybe I'm reading it wrong in my head. And then I'm like, this is not like I write poorly. So for me to say that it's bad writing, it's got to be bad. <clears throat> I mean, my biggest problem was the overuse of pronouns instead of names, especially when you get into those later Targaryens, because they would just say he over and over again. I'm like, well, who he? Which (laughs) Which he? Who are we talking about right now? Because everyone's related and you have to like, you're doing that like chart of, you know, relation in your head trying to figure out, well, who's he marrying? Who was that? His sister, his cousin, his aunt? That is the one thing I do like about how the wiki is laid out is they do the family tree by section so you can look at it while you're reading the section rather than having to flip back. Now, I think the thing that, for me, it feels like they're trying to emulate how George would write, but, like, in the maester's tone and then not doing it well. (laughs) I guess so. This It just doesn't read at all like George. No. Not even well, I mean, a little. It, it kind of reads like the like Princess and the Queen kind of stuff, but it, it feels like a copying of that. Yeah, but a poor and then copy not as because good. like, you know, the Princess and the Queen, I think you yes, it's written in some but it's like from somebody else, but 
but you can still tell it's George. You can still tell what he what he's reaching for. And this is just it's it's like almost like it's like a bad translation of some other language to English. Well, I'm going to bring us back. So basically, yes, I know we have to go back to base- anus. <laughs> yes, basically, King Anus is a bridge between Aegon the Wonderful, you know, the the hero of history, and Magor the Cruel. And is it Magor the Cruel or Magor the First? I don't Magor, know. Same thing. Magor the First. Magor the is Cruel. Magor the Cruel? Okay, yes. good. See, I'm remembering things. See, this <laughs> is the other thing that reminds ago. me of English history. Like, you don't, like, in English, whenever there was, like, a bad king, if you ever notice, they don't ever name their anybody else after that like you'll never see another prince john another king john you'll never see another king stephen like you don't see another king magor well somebody named their kid magor yeah somebody did yeah but he <laughs> wasn't going anywhere clearly so 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 king Anne, anise is, <laughs> is whatever is this bridge right because what happened was that as you recall Aegon had uh, had two wives one was nice and that was anise's mother and and then there was Visenya who was you know uh, harder opportunistic opportunistic hard to deal with the kind of lady that gets a lot of microaggressions you know spoken of her on the internet because she you know isn't nice all the time but she gets shit done exactly (laughs) and in getting shit done she outmaneuvered little king anus so that I mean her son could I think it's interesting that he just thought that, you know, everybody was going to love him because he thought everybody loved his father and, you know, everything was just going to be okay. And then all of these things started happening and people started rebelling and he's like, what do I do? What do I do? And I mean, the idea of calling a great council, you know, might have been a good idea, but at the same time, he just didn't act decisively enough. Well, yeah, there's a count, you know, there are councils later on where everything was okay, but I feel like this was a little too early in the reign yeah. of the Targaryens to give your power over to a bunch of other people yes. and make decisions. Um, but this is also the point where we start having conflicts with the faith of Westeros, the Seven. And whose fault is that? <laughs> oh, look, it's Magor. Well, you know, he's, he's just out there. Haters gonna hate. So Magor wanted to marry... Anus's daughter, right? That was that was a thing. Like his his infant daughter, and ew. <laughs> and the faith was like, that's a terrible idea. No kidding. Marry marry my uh, my niece instead. So the opposite of Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Tur- that worked out really well. The dragon imprinted on the baby. <laughs> yeah no and then and then he also took another wife in secret right because he's just like but he was married to like three people at one time which which is you know how targaryens roll everybody loved aegon and they didn't seem to have a problem with the fact that he had two wives is that because one of them died earlier on i think it's just because they came in as that whereas this was okay now you're mingling with our culture and maybe we expected you not to do this i don't know but, um, I mean, I think the idea of marrying an infant was just not really going to work out for anybody. <laughs> not that it doesn't happen later, you know, in in our part of the series. Yes. And I've, st- and I have to admit, I stopped trying to calculate everybody's ages when they got married pretty early on because it became 
frightening. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Megor was exiled at a certain point. Um, and then there... Well, there was the Septon Mermison thing that just really sucked. Oh my god, what <laughs> happened to got, that poor man? He got ripped apart by his uh, other... The the Faith Militant was kind of scary. Yeah. Definitely. Right. And, and it's... You, I, I think it's good because when you're interested in the current storyline and you're interested in the Sparrow and all of that stuff yeah. that's happening in the Poor Fellows, and you, you get to you get to sort of sample the history of them and why they have so much power and why, you know, they have not been obliterated completely at this point <laughs> if there's so much trouble. Uh, so that part is interesting. But yeah, I that's my biggest criticism is that anytime they give you something interesting, they then move immediately on to things like, that are not. you know, Savage Sam Tarly. Gotta exactly that. that's it and then there was a guy named savage sam tarley and you would think you that everybody would be like oh my god look yay and no it seems but, like kind of know. like fan service where it's like we're just gonna reference this and make people smile but we're yeah. not gonna give you any kind of so actual backstory shout out to savage sam tarley the hero of the vulture hunt and moving on uh, exactly basically make me a t-shirt <laughs> that's next so moving so, on to Megor the Cruel, my well, favorite king. Do we think that Visenya poisoned Anus? Yes. I want to believe she didn't, but realistically she probably did. But I want to... I'd be surprised if she didn't. <laughs> I only think so just because the text goes so far as to explicitly state that that's probably not what happened. So I'm like, yeah, then that's definitely that's, what happened. Yeah. So yes, Megor the Cruel. His reign was six years, but he certainly earned his nickname. Oh, yeah. He burned a lot of people, and he burned a lot of bridges. Which were a lot safer than people. Had a lot of sex with people. Well, I meant the relationship. No, I know, but I'm he saying that's actual a, it's bridges a little, it's a little too. easier to burn so. bridges than it, with people than it is to just burn actual people. Well, that's when, that's how we got Bitter Bridge, because he burned... Right. Like, all this, which is interesting. Um, so, yeah, so he destroyed the relationship with the faith even further because he's an awful person um he burned all the people he didn't like uh he had his nephew tortured and killed he killed uh aegon another aegon and he's his son in battle but he he built another part of the castle yeah that's true well he yeah he yay construction I mean, where would Cersei have sat during the battle of Blackwater that's true she needed Magor's holdfast um, and of course he killed all of the people that helped make it. <laughs> of course. Because... The nice guy he is. I like that then he was like, guys, we have to build a dragon pit. Who wants to help me? <laughs> and no one do it. So he had to like hire slaves from yeah, across like, the narrow sea. It's like, oh, uh, wait, didn't you kill everybody that built the last building for you? Yes. Yeah, but that was all that I'm going to pass. See, I don't, I don't think he would have killed everybody with the dragon pit. He killed everybody with the building because he wanted to keep the tunnels secret you think yeah, that there's gonna be secret tunnels in the dragon pit there's gonna be secret tunnels in the dragon pit sure there well, are uh, no one knew that there weren't gonna be secret tunnels in the dragon all pit, right. so i can understand where they were a little bit nervous see here's me trying to be optimistic once again which is really bizarre because i hate everyone and i'm very pessimistic in- um, embrace my optimism think of how boring westeros would be without these zany targaryens you exactly guys. I love them yeah so much. speaking of them being zany he had a lot of trouble with uh 
children. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think so this has... is a, a, like a fault with their genes because it's happened to more than one Targaryen where they have these weird ass babies born with tails and scales. Yeah, and I'd like to actually, and maybe I'll maybe later on I'll do this, but I, I'd like to go through and tag every single time this happens because Megor had like a magic using um, girlfriend. Mistress. Tiana girlfriend. of the Tower. Yes. And I'm wondering if these malformed Targaryen children always coincide with well, magic use. Not necessarily, because Rhaenyra had one too. And I don't remember anyone magical around her. Right. Right. So that's where I'm like, I don't know if it's blood magic or if it's just a product of Targaryen incest. Yeah, I think it's a gene thing because, I mean, it just happens way too often. And it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen every every birth or every generation. It just it, it happens, you know, sporadically. And that's why I think it's more genes and it's just been pushed down generation That's to generation. That's true. And then there was a sad reference to the fact that, you know, many of the children were stillborn or stillborn and deformed. And then they said, or hermaphrodites. I'm like, so they killed the hermaphrodite children? <laughs> yeah. That's the same thing. They're just... They they're murdered them. Good. Yeah, basically. He could have had many hermaphrodite <laughs> children, but they killed them because they were... I mean, that's... And that, you know, and that's another sort of thing that they just sort of put out there and move yeah. along from. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of all of the children, the wives had to, uh, give birth to them. So we had Tiana, who had her heart cut out, uh, Alice Haraway. She was the magic had, user. Yeah, she was the magic user. Alice Haraway, who had her entire house killed. That was unfortunate. Um, you think? <laughs> including distant cousins. Yeah, it was like... Distant oh, very distant cousins. Like, like college roommates of the distant cousins got wiped out. It was like, what the fuck? Clearly, Magor the Cruel was a hero of Tywin Lannister's. You know what he is? You know what he is? He's just like a, he's like the ultimate like butt hurt, like dude crap email from a dude, but translated to, have you ever heard of this girl? Really? And then he kills you. <laughs> he, he just can't stand. He just can't stand it. Um, we also had another Jane Westerling. Speaking of random references that they put in, um, she was killed after giving birth to another deformed baby. Uh, and then we had. Reyna, who he did marry anyway, once she was no longer an infant. Oh, yes. And anyway. we get our first mention of Dreamfire, because she escaped on Dreamfire at one point. So, yay for that. Let's see, there was also Eleanor of of House Costain? Costain? Costain, yeah. Costain, yeah. They're um, from the Reach. Yes. Uh, and she was, she had like a little monster baby. They all... All had little monster babies, basically. Yeah, but her monster baby got the biggest description. <laughs> Good a for stillborn, her. A stillborn abomination said to have been born eyeless and with small wings. Oh, how sweet. Um, Super cute. Also, also, during his reign, there was a trial by seven. Cause Always a good idea. Off of those. I think it's interesting that he also gets his head bashed in. Just like Baylor, except you know he lived because he's a terrible. But person, wait, no, so of course he got. He to was live. dead for thirty no, days. <laughs> then Tiana shows up, and it's like, hey, dude, and he wakes up, and, and ten minutes later, they're on dragons flying away, and it's like, what just happened? Like, where was well, she for Baylor? We needed some, you know, sorceress to come and save him. Probably would have fine. No, he then probably would have locked her up with his. Maybe sister. that's why he was crazy because he was 
you know. Dead for 30 days? He was dead for 30 days. And he was crazy back. before the dead. He was wrong. He was crazy he was wrong. So he was. He ends up being murdered by uh, his own his own counsel. Slash the throne. The throne, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. He's well, the one that is said to have been murdered by the throne for not being worthy. But in reality, he was friggin' poisoned. And I like that he just had, like, his reign just fell apart once his mommy died. Well, it's because she was... Come on! She was doing everything! I know! She took everything. was yeah. cool. Yeah, she Visenya did everything for cool. her husband. She did everything for her kid. And speaking of Dark Sister, we get oh. to... Alyssa stole Dark Sister and took it off to Dragonstone. I like that she stole the sword and left her kid there. Whatever. Kids, <laughs> kids. You can, you can always get I another can feel one. That. I can feel that. <laughs> like, I gotta take this Valyrian sword... Forget about Viserys. Well, Viserys yeah. was we'll young. She couldn't have been and... too attached to him. It was fine. That's the one thing I like about this book. I have to say I appreciate that there is an illustration of Dark Sister in it, in case I ever want to make one. Hey, Dark Sister. Yeah. Ne- um, next year, let's work on this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next up? Who comes after Megor the Cruel? Jaharis. Then we get Jaharis the first, the conciliator, or the old king. And he was... The good king. Yeah, the he's, probably, he's probably, like, the, in, 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 like, very objective terms, the best Targaryen king. Yeah. Certainly. I mean, he united the faith in the crown. He built roads that united the kingdoms. He created a, one set of laws. Then there's, you know, his slightly dodgier thing where he set the precedent that a woman couldn't inherit the throne. But or, that's okay because you know, his daughter wasn't line. having any of that shit anyway. That's yes, true. but it was used as a. It's 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 still being used as a way to deny. And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. No. Yeah. Um. But I like that. Uh. Alisan, his queen, was just like, um. That's a terrible idea. I'm going to leave you for a year. Yep. She was like, Oh yes, See they, they, ya. she she. They had like many breakups and get back together's, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, there were there were two notable ones, but yeah, but then the second, but like the, the last one, one was, was like the... really bad, and and like the, wasn't it towards the end when they when the end of his life when they actually got back together and or am I remembering? Well, it was it was the second one where he passed over Rainey's, and she was like, "Well, if you think women can't, you know, rule, I guess you don't need me." And then she was like, "Peace out." Yeah. Um, and then there was his friendship with uh, Septon Barth, who he made his hand. Who um, was called? Who had a weird nickname? What was his nickname? Um, Barth. Oh no, I'm sorry. He wrote something called an unnatural history. Right, right. Which is referenced a lot in the books. Which will, yeah, it is referenced. Which we'll probably never get to read. Which is probably no. interesting. Well, so again, so he, there's sort of weird, weird uh, language used when describing the fact that Jaharis was friends with Barth, or like how I know. devastated he was when Barth died, ev- you know, eventually. And again, was Jaharis, you know, bisexual? With, bisexual? He bisexual? Was yeah. he, was he, uh, you know, having that... some fun with Septon Barth? Yes. <laughs> was he? Were they praying together? There you go. <laughs> were they praying together? Yes. <laughs> You can write a book, um, Fun with Septon. <laughs> can we just applaud Septon Barth for having an, uh, like, high opinion of hygiene and wanting... Yes, you know... he's like, hey, you know what? We no. really need to have sewers. No, I think cholera. that would be a good idea. Good plan. Good plan. So, 
Honestly, you know. I think if you have ever, if uh, here's my advice for anyone who is suddenly transported into the past or into a fantasy novel and you are a ruler of some kind, I would just start immediately building roads and sewers. That, and sewers, because really, you're just being helpful, and that way people will like you. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Period. Although people are probably really skeptical of the sewers. Because they're like, why do we need this shit? Well, exactly. Just things. for that you have reason. All those, you have all those secret tunnels, and they um, need to go I somewhere. Love, I do love his daughter, Sarah. See, this is one I would love to read more about. Like, I wish they would write more about her. Because she's like, he like gives her over to the faith, and she's like, fuck this. She crosses the narrow sea. Oh, is this the one that became uh, a madam? In, yeah, uh, she winds yes. up owning a pleasure house. And, and, and yeah, she like goes everywhere. She's like, fuck this. I'm doing whatever the hell I want. Like, that would be yeah, a great story. Awesome. We'll never get it. No, but that's why I said I think it would be interesting to read about the reign of Jaehaerys because you had all of these Targaryens. And I think it's really interesting when you when you not only have, you know, the one line, you have, you know, all the kids and the grandkids and then they're starting their own families. And it's just like... There's so many of them, and then they like all die. <laughs> like the die. next well, reign, because it's like it starts getting overwhelming. There are too many Targaryens, but then, but they, then, don't worry. They definitely, you know, like cull themselves. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we're getting too big. We gotta, we gotta have a war, and then we'll fix that situation right up. Speaking of. <laughs> I just didn't think there were enough dragons in the. I mean, they talk about the kings a lot and like, oh, there was a dragon pit and oh, so-and-so was riding this dragon. I need a whole book about dragons and I need it immediately. We need like the uh, How to Train Your Dragon, like dragon book. Don't mention that in front of Rachel. She doesn't deal well with that movie. That's true. (laughs) That movie is an abomination and it's about the abuse and, and systemic slavery of dragons. And I will argue with you until I'm blue in the face about it. All right, moving on. Don't so moving on to when we kill all the dragons, um, we have the reign of Viserys I, which is featured in the short story The Rogue Prince and also Princess and the Queen. And gives us mushroom! Yes, and gives us mushroom. Um, Everybody's so... favorite historian. Much maligned in this, uh, <laughs> in, in this text. So we've done a whole podcast about the Dance of the Dragons, so we don't need to get too far into this but there were dragons they danced they died basically <laughs> i just really like sarah Kristen cole i just want to know that's, what happened yeah that what happened man story, what like, happened you had a story within a story and it was just like blah 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 gloss it was all over, like she on. was in love with him and she got him to be made her sworn shield and they were together and he was devoted and then like suddenly one day he he was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, he's like, fuck her. He's like, I'm going green. And does his best. Yeah. To destroy her. Does his best to destroy her. Not like passively, like actively fucking her shit up. Yeah. Yeah, I need that story from their POV. And like, I would love to like read the Dance of the Dragons from the actual people's POVs. Because I think it would be really interesting instead of like the wiki article. Yeah, and isn't, I'm looking for it right now in the text, but isn't there, like, some weird reference to the fact that, like, he was disgusted when she said she loved him or that she, like, declared herself to him and that's why he left? Well, that was one of the theories of why, yeah, because we never get the I'm real like, story. I'm like, I'm sorry, that is not what happened. No. No. <laughs> Do you like Mushroom's theory better? Yes. Yes. Um. Although Mushroom's accounts are often... <laughs> 
colorful wrong as, as colorful as they as the author says which that that just means he's telling the hard truth basically we should always trust the fools mm-hmm. i think that's if there's anything that reading a song of ice and fire has taught us is that the fools know shit because no one thinks that they're you know worth anything so they'll just say things in front of them so true so true clearly we need the history as told by moon boy oh jesus yes. I should be wearing my hat right now. Yes, you should. Um, so yes, we got many pages. We got to be little... honest, I kind of skipped over this part because I was like, I read that already. But we have these creepy little pencil portraits of, of, the, of the kids, uh, the the black and the yeah, the blacks and the greens like heirs, right? The, the ones that kill each other. Yeah. I just they're so creepy looking. If anybody has the book. I'm, Page I'm 72. Is it 72? I don't yeah, like them. I spent a lot weird. of time looking at them. They look like, like, you know, those like machine generated pencil drawings, but like all of their faces just look smushed. <laughs> and I don't know why. Yeah, they're a little bit strange. Yeah, that's I the one in the middle the... on the top is really kind of creepy. His hair is awful. His hair looks like my and hair then... looked like in 1977. And then the hair on Amond is pretty terrible as well. The bangs were not a good look. Well, that was also my hair in 1977. Um, oh, I mean, also that was my, my hair. My hair currently right now. Yeah, right. No, you are looking like Friny Fisher, so that's okay. <laughs> anyway, I finally matched the little head in our logo once that's again. That's true. It'll happen eventually. It's cyclical. Yep. <laughs> Just like the Iron Throne, I don't, I don't know where I'm going. With that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so meanwhile, <laughs> back at the ranch, so, back on Dragonstone. Really, Viserys just fucked everything up for everybody. Dance with dragons, no more dragons. Sadness. So yeah. So Aegon, we never found out what happened to Aegon the Second because that was another one of those. Well, that's a story for another day. Yes, Aegon the Second is the, the next king. The yeah, is the next king. We didn't say that. Yes. So, yes. Because we skip Rhaenyra because she doesn't count. Yeah. Because of that stupid law. Um, yeah. So he was... I do think it's interesting that, like, Bela lives. Yeah. Because I assumed that she I had died. assumed she had died, too. When I read that, I was like, wait, what? And she... I was really sad when I read that because it was like... Well, I mean, when I read the original story in Princess and the Queen, it was like, and she went down with her dragon. I was like, oh, another one. And then it's like, and in this story, it was like, oh, well, then these people came and they were going to kill her. But then they were like, no, let's not kill her. Let's take her to the maester. And oh, by the way, she lives. And then she, she and her sister, who was also still alive, which I didn't know, you know, go on to do stuff later. Yeah, they pop up. Uh, but yeah, that, those are some more people I'd like to read about. Yeah. Yeah, because they seem kind of cool. I want to read about all the girls because they never get their stories told. Also, no, in the- and they're interesting. They're, they're I mean... Uh, well, uh, the only thing I liked about Aegon the the second that I would also love to read about is the White Worm. That's the, the <laughs> really love that. I'm sorry, that's the coolest name for uh for like a secret assassin, beautiful lady, the White Worm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, blood and cheese. I like so I like blood and cheese, but I pretty much like any time there's a reference to like food and murder. <laughs> Well, we are the ladies of 
of fire and lunch. Yes. So. <laughs> and we like human pie. We like human pie. We like food. We like murder. Well, not real murder. Book murder. <laughs> fictional murder. Fictional murder is um, fine. Real murder, of, bad idea. Speaking of fictional murder, um, we learned that Aegon was the second was poisoned by his own men because they were like, dude, the war's yeah. lost. Let's just give yeah, up. Yeah, okay, it was Aegon. <laughs> Um. Yeah, he's, there's a he's, lot of kill. There's a lot of poisoning people, and I, you know, which is funny because you get you get um, Ned saying later on how how poison is a woman's uh, tool, and yet most of these guys poison are poisoned by their tool. by men. <laughs> so poison is everybody. I know, tool. like currently, right now, dear listeners, we are preparing to defend our title uh, at trivia, and. We're screwed. We're, sc- we're screwed, definitely. But, you know, as I'm reading this book, I have my eye out for things that maybe we should memorize or, you know, uh, look at for the trivia. And uh, the, the most notable battles during the Dance with Dragons list, which, by the way, is the most boring thing in the entire book, uh, except for the illustration of Dark Sister, which I appreciate. But it's just like a it's just like a bunch of like and there was a battle and then there was a battle and then it just gives you like random there's no maps in this book by the way so it gives you locations that you can't look up which is frustrating. Uh, but that's what one of my coworkers was complaining too. about. He's like he's like what you know there's no maps anywhere and I'm supposed to remember where everything is. I'm like you're supposed to buy the map book. Oh my god, I couldn't find <laughs> Duskendale. I looked for like ten minutes. I was like, where the fuck is it? Uh it's on the Blackwater Rush. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, that doesn't Next time help I'll just me. text you. Yeah, but there are like really crappy, really uh, undetailed maps, like at the beginning of like the the sections of the book that are broken up by uh, by um, I guess geography. Uh, but that, those mm-hmm. that's it. There's like no real maps. So it's hilarious that they constantly reference very specific places. And you have no way of knowing where those places are. Yeah, because they want you to buy the map. That's book. a really big book, and this is a really big book, and I just can't carry both of them on the subway. And you know what? You couldn't carry the map book on the subway because the maps you have to like open up. Yeah, no yeah. maps. It's not spreading, like you can please. do a New York no. Times fold with that. Yeah, I was going to say there have to be. <laughs> please be courteous have to of be your a new... fellow MTA riders and stop the map spreading. <laughs> So you have to, as I said, they're going to have to create the new ads to um, combat people reading large fantasy maps on <laughs> you the train. Just make speaking a poster of, of, speaking of those signs, I was very excited that the other day some guy told some other guy to close his legs and make room so some woman can sit down. Wow. I was like, wow, I want to I want to hug you, but I don't it's know in you. In the zeitgeist, you man. It's in the zeitgeist. So anyway. Anyway, really stunningly um, boring list of battles that I'm pretty sure we should memorize for trivia. That's really all I had to say. Probably. Yeah. Even um, though no. there's a really great like list one of, of dragons, that probably won't be the trivia question. But I know those. Um, well, in one of those battles, we do lose Dark Sister yes. again. So yeah, Into that's a interesting. Lake. Into a lake, which they apparently find at some point. Yeah. Again, um, English history. King, King Arthur found it, and <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's, it's like so much of this is just like English history, just the names changed and dragons added. Speaking of dragons, um, yes, next we have Aegon Third, um, also called the Dragon Bane and the Unlucky because all the dragons died out in his reign. And I was saying, all the dragons, they don't know that all the dragons died out because 
we don't know that Sheep Stealer died. Right. Sheep Stealer could totally be somewhere in Essos. Can we really say how pissed off I am that I thought that I was going to finally figure out what happened to Nettles? Like, what happened to her? But yeah, then it was like, no, oh, and never. she ran off and she's a skank. Next. It's like, oh, I hate this author. I hate him. <laughs> or them, as it were. Um. So Aegon Third, after he watched his mother get eaten by a dragon, was not the biggest fan of them. Um, yeah, understandably yeah. so. Yeah, I, I, I could kind of understand being scarred by that. Um, we get some interesting things in his reign. So he had six years of regents before he was allowed to rule because he was young when he took the throne, um, which really didn't seem to help much the realm. No, because, because they went through regents like people go through underwear. Basically. Um, we get our first real mention of winter, which fascinates me. Um <laughs> Because none of the stories we've read have really taken and place. I also want to mention that later on, I think I think it's like two kings from now. There's like two or three mentions during that king's reign of winter coming, and it was like six years, three years, and then another six years, and then this one we see six years. So it's not as if it's steadily getting longer. They really, they truly yeah, don't know how long winter's going to be when it gets there. I just really want to understand the effects of winter because in this instance there were like six years six cruel years and then it's like oh we're really only going to talk about the people in the north and how they were struggling and coming down to avoid the winter but well like, i think that's why trade was maybe i feel like we lived through six years <laughs> of winter no that's true Sorry. preach <laughs> but i think that's why trade in the south was so important because the, there must have been especially in the yeah. last few years of winter a huge amount of trade going back and forth for just for food yeah, mm-hmm. because there's only so much you can you can keep. Right. I mean, there's there's like you know, yeah, apples will last, onions will last, potatoes will last, but you know, other stuff is not right. And go you know, Westeros long. really isn't that, that big. And when you look years. at Westeros and the way that the geography works, it's not as if it's endless farmland. So they're no. you know, it, it, especially at their technology level, that's subsistence farming. So expecting them to be able to feed the realm for six years, they must, it must not get, it must only affect the North. But I mean, they talk about winter in Game of Thrones, like it's going to be the whole realm basically. And so I'm just curious to see how that ends up working out if we ever get a certain book. Yeah, but I feel like winter in King's Landing is going to be like winter in Florida, which is like... It's 50 degrees. And oh my god, I can't wear my flip-flops. Oh my god. <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't see them Beverly getting, Hills. like, six feet of... Yeah. I, the whores have to cover up. Yeah, the whores, the whores have to wear, like, a... a, a, a what is it? A, I was, a shawl. A shawl. I was going to say it in Italian because I couldn't remember the English word. God, I hate that. A shawl. Um. Um, <laughs> they, it's... No, it's just like I feel like it's it's not gonna it's not like they're gonna get eight feet of snow. This is not what I'm imagining, at least. I'm probably wrong, but this is what I this is how I so, see. So Aegon the Third. So throughout this book, if you don't have it, dear listener, uh, so the book is presented as if it was written by a maester, um, and then throughout the book there are little asides or some of the more interesting bits, like the actual lists of dragons or battles and stuff like that, um, is from this archmaester Gildane. And that is all the stuff that George wrote for this book. Um, 
So obviously, whenever I would see that, I would immediately <laughs> stop reading the text and read whatever whatever the inset was. Uh, and there's like it's horrible. Oh, is that why I was finding yeah, this? Yeah, and it's really more horrible. Like uh, uh, in Aegon's reign, Aegon the Third's reign, there's like a talk of a little eight year old who kills herself by jumping off of who? Right, Jahara. Oh, ten. She was Ooh, ten when okay, she killed sorry, herself. Ten. So you know, worldly. Oh. So much better. Well, she was she was so she was much- eight when she got married, and she was ten when she killed herself. Oh Jesus, poor. Baby. And there's like illusions that maybe she was murdered by um, a king's guard or by some sort of um, assassin, and uh, and more more illusions to mushroom. So I don't know. Th- those are really interesting. So thanks, George. Um. So also in Aegon's reign, we had our first Stark hand. Oh yeah, hand for a day. But as I, day. as I put in our notes, it's really good to see <laughs> that the Stark tradition of hauling your ass all the way down to King's Landing and fucking shit up uh, is, you know, is a very old one. Yeah, like that—that that was it. I was like, lesson learned: Starks don't like to be hands of the king. But like, <laughs> you know what? Cregan Stark he left. did it right. <laughs> he went down. Yeah, he was hand for a day. He got some stuff He's done. Out. He's like, I'm out of here. Uh, you know? I'm I'm rereading a Game of Thrones right now, and I just got to this part, and I'm just like, actually, the last text what I sent you, Jenny, was I hate when Jory. I'm so sad. That Jory I hate died, when Jory yes. dies. Hate like this is where I'm left. <laughs> but it's interesting because also we're um, talking. Speaking so Craig- of winter, the whole reason that the Starks were even down there is because basically all the men of the North yeah. were out warring in the South because they couldn't afford to be. To, to be fed in the north because they didn't have yeah. enough supplies. So it's basically like, well, you know, it's winter, so I guess we're just going to go so, warring. Like, there's a war on. Oh, damn, it's ended. Yeah. All right, let's they, go do something Most of else. them didn't even return. They stayed so he, on in the south and became, you know, hedge knights and bandits. So they're kind of like ducks where they go fluff. They go south for the winter? Yeah, no. <laughs> I guess so. So basically, Cregan Stark came in and he got made hand, and he basically forced Aegon to like bring justice to all the people Stark that betrayed justice. him. And then Stark justice. So he presi- presided over all the executions, and then he was like, "All right, bye." And he's like, "I'm out." Kill all these motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> um, we also have uh, Viserys the Second being returned to Westeros, which I always wondered how he got back there. Um, so Oaken Fist, who I always who was... picture as Richard Armitage <laughs> because I keep reading his Oaken Shield. <laughs> so he was that was Alan Valerian. Um, so he he sounds like a cool person. I wish I could. There's also hear more about Darren. Him. Yeah. Darren. There's a lot of wishing about what we could hear, but we're not ever going to. So there's also something interesting about this because he came back with with um, a wife who was like six years older than him, and that was. Lara Rogera, I don't know. Um, but anyway, she had a her family yeah. had a bank that was like bigger than the Iron Bank at the time. Yeah, and maybe the Targaryens beggared like... them. <laughs> there you go. No, I just found it interesting that there were other banks because we only hear about the Iron Bank now, and it's like, do any of those well, banks was... still exist? Are they She's still... from Lease, right? So I yeah. don't remember the geography of that, but so there's Bravos on the edge. It's it's right. far away from Bravos. Bravos is up north, and Lisa's so that down makes sense in the south. It does, but I'd still like to know if they were still there. Yeah. 
And then probably the most disappointing thing is that we still don't actually learn how or why the dragons died out. Yeah, like how did four dragons just randomly go kick and that's it? Like, well, they don't know what happened to Sheep Stealer. Do we really know what happened? Were they to starved probably to death? Not. Were so they murdered? Just... Did they die because of no nobody believed exactly. in them, like little Tinker Bells? Like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> why I have to know? <laughs> Oh my god. If we clap our clap hands, right will they come I back? But no, like, because seriously, because we, you know, we're always talking about, like, what the, the magic that brought Danny's dragons back to life. And, like, there's probably a lot of right. keys to that magic in the death of the other dragons in Westeros. So. Which they won't tell us because that would, you know, give us clues and we can't maybe, have that. Maybe we'll learn about it when none we finally learn you. about Summerhall. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Don't hold your breath. Um. Hey guys, to hear the second part of this episode covering the remaining Targ Kings, Darren the First through Eris the Second, head on to part two of episode 26. And so he broke that sacred oath, that Lord of the Crossing, and now the pie crusts cover his kin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his kin, revenge it tastes so sweet. We should just be, that's it. Ah, we're going home. We're done. Are you actually going to use that? Yeah, we are actually going to use that, Joey.